Welcome to Secret to My Success, where you're going to hear fascinating stories from the people and personalities who found their success in business and in life. Now, here's your host, Alan Bornstein. This is Alan, Secret to My Success, here with my buddy, Don. Don, what's your entrance song now? Is it Delta Dawn? What, what song are we using for you now? It's uh, Dawn Go Away. Dawn Go Away? Yeah, no. Is that what it is? Yeah. Really? We're going to have to fix that. Why? I don't know. How you doing, Don? I'm good. I'm okay. You a little frustrated today? Uh, I've been a little disheveled this week. Really? Yeah. So what do we have to get you undisheveled? <laughs> is, there, is there a formula? <laughs> is there a code? You know, if I could figure that out, I think I would be like a multi-billionaire right now, right? I think you know. If I could share the recipe with the world. I think you know, but you're too shy to tell me, so you're just going to have to text me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you can't look me in the eye and say whatever you're going to say. I think you're just going to have to text me. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Texting such a great way of communicating when you really don't want to communicate, right? It, it, yeah, it, it could be. It could be. It could go the opposite way, though, too, you know? Usually. Well, we have a really cool guest here. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> now, the question is, Tanya, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Tanya, so let me ask you, first of all, you spell your name a little different than most. Correct. Spell it. T-A-N-I-J-A. How many people call you Taniha? Many. Taniha. Huh? Many people and many other versions of it. Oh, really? So do you go by Tanya or Taniha? What do you, what do you like to be called? Just simple Tanya. Just simple Tanya. Tanya. How'd your mom come up with that spelling your dad? Did they ever it explain it? Croatian heritage, and so mm. that was why it's different. Okay. My daughter's dad was born in Croatia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So are we assuming that they all know each other? No. Oh, okay. Just, you know, you know uh, yeah. Tanya, were you born in Croatia? No, I was born in South Africa. Okay. Because your accent, kind of a little muddled, you know, almost like Mrs. Doubtfire, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they said? You know, they were a little muddled. Mrs. <laughs> no? I would hope not. <laughs> so you have a lot of people that ask you about your accent, don't you? They do, yes. And they make assumptions based on your accent, don't they? Yeah, British Australian. Okay. So are they mm-hmm. good? Are they good assumptions or bad ones? Uh, generally, people don't get it right. They, they don't get it right. No. No. Okay. That's cool. That's okay. <laughs> so when did you move to Florida? When did I move to Florida in two thousand and two? Okay. What made you move to Florida? Don't tell me Mickey Mouse. For opportunities and a different lifestyle. Okay. Did you find it? I did. Okay. Beautiful. Now, you've got some kids. You've got a son that's doing some pretty exciting stuff, too, don't you? I do. He lives up in New York. He's in the movie business. Wow. Living his dream. And he likes it. He loves it, Okay. So when you watch these uh, award shows, you ever see him up there? Um, He's new in the game and uh, not yet, but I'm waiting for the day. Because I see a lot of these guys are bringing their mothers to the show as their dates. Is that going to happen? Oh, well, that was the promise I had you made. I'm the first nice. lady that walks on the red carpet with him. Oh, that's awesome. Good. <laughs> Just want to make sure we have it out there publicly so now he's held to it. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about you. You are involved in a pretty cool business. Tell us about your business. The name of my business is AstroCare. We provide home health care services to our seniors in the community. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have somebody coming in. Is it cooking, cleaning, more medical services? What do they do when they're going into these houses? 
mostly custodial care. We help them with their daily activities of living, helping them dress and bathe, helping them with meals, medication um, assistance and management, and, of course, visits to the doctors, communicating with the families if that's required, and just basically making sure that our clients are happy, safe, secure, at home, and uh, ready for them when there's anything that comes up, they have the attention and assistance they need. So I see these commercials on TV, and it's always the nicest, friendliest, smiling old guy with a nice woman who's playing cards with him. What do you think? <laughs> well, that's the ideal situation. <laughs> okay. I mean, but they make it seem beautiful. It's, it's like, wow, she's a family member. She was adopted. And I have to believe that not every one of those crotchety old folks that you take care of feel that way. Well, you know, my company philosophy is to ensure that my client feels that way. Oh, that's they're good. Not, if they're not happy, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a look and see what, what's not working, and we'll make the necessary corrections and adjustments. Um, I, I, I never veer from that philosophy. It's always served me, and um, my website is loaded with happy testimonials. So That's excellent. We're doing it pretty well. It's a tough business, though. First of all, in South Florida, there's a lot of competition, correct? There is competition. But I do have a different philosophy, Alan. When I moved to Point Beach, they told me it was God's waiting room, that everybody came to Florida to meet uh-huh. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one that subscribes to cliches in that. Okay, good. Uh, I'm allowed to, but I'm good. glad you don't. That's awesome. I like it. So you're... Servicing the need. It's not just old folks, though. Somebody gets to an accident, somebody's got a surgery, they need rehab, they're not going to a rehab facility. I assume you do yeah. that as well? Yeah, we can help anybody that needs help in the home, for sure. Okay. So, how does this work? You a direct bill? Do you take insurance? Tell me about the process. So, we can either do private pay and bill directly, or we work with long term care insurance companies and we can process your insurance for you. Uh, we can handle it most of the procedures so that you don't have to be bothered with all the daily requirements. Um, Those are the two options. So I know there's like this little donut hole, only because I've been through this just way too many times. Mm -hmm. And the issue comes down to, so I've had a bunch of family members in my house that were on hospice, but hospice would not provide enough services. They're saying you don't get the 24-hour care until you're absolutely critical. But my folks needed more care than what they were getting. So the issue came down to once you're with hospice, their insurance wouldn't pay for anything else to come in other than hospice. How do you get around that? Well, that wouldn't be the long-term care insurance. They are committed to paying until you no longer require any service. That would just be their health care insurance wouldn't be paying additional. So there is a distinction there. So if you've got long-term care insurance, you're going to be fortunate. You can have all the services you need until end of life. Otherwise, um, in those cri- prior to that very critical stage, uh, families have to come out of pocket, unfortunately. Right. It almost seems like maybe sometimes hospice pushes a little too much too soon because if they weren't on hospice and Medicare, they would be paying for your services until they got to that point where they needed hospice care, correct? I'm not exactly sure that I understand what you're saying when you say they push too soon. 
So I think some people go on hospice. Like I, my, my stepmom was on hospice for three years. Mm-hmm. Whereas had she not been on hospice, she would have been able to get all the other services outside of hospice covered by Medicare. But once she signs up for hospice, only hospice is allowed to bill Medicare. That is correct, yeah. And that is not an area of my expertise, so um, the nuances there I couldn't speak to. Okay. Did you get a lot of referrals from doctors, hospitals? How do you go about How do you start your business? Um, well, I always wanted to be a nurse when I was a young child and did a whole bunch of other things. And then eventually one day I'm like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Changed my direction, got started. And never looked back. I absolutely love working with my clients. Um, nothing gives me more pleasure than making them feel secure and them knowing that they have somebody they can totally count on. Excellent. So, nice. Yeah. You must have challenges in finding good people. It's got to be hard. That's the complaint I hear from everybody. Finding employees in this area is difficult. That is true, but I think if you treat your people well, that will help that problem a lot. I have people that have been with me for many, many years, um, you know, we take care of them and they take care of us So and our clients. That's good. Have you ever actually had to tell a client, look, you're just too mean and rotten. My employees mean too much to me. I can't have them abused by you every day going into your house. I have to admit that that has happened where some people just, you cannot satisfy Mm-hmm. Some of their expectations, uh, they're unrealistic. Um, but, you know, in all these years, it might have happened once. Wow, that's, that's pretty impressive bad, on yeah. your side to be able to manage that. Mm-hmm. I've I've managed people with very severe Alzheimer's dementia that was combative, and they were just, the family was just committed to keeping them at home, you know, not not wanting to have them be in situations in in, um, nursing homes that isn't favorable, so they've kept their family a member at home. And we've worked through all those tricky situations extremely successfully. I think, really, Alan, at the end of the day, you've got to love this work. This isn't Mm -hmm. just a job. You have to be dedicated to the person's well-being, and no matter what shows up, you're willing to deal with it. So I don't give up on clients like that because I realize they need us more than anyone. My situation was a little different that I had a bunch of family members in my house, so we were there to support staff that came in. But I'm sure you find quite often there's people that family members are in a different state. These folks are here alone. Mm -hmm. And you've got to step up and manage the whole process for these family members that are not in the state. That's got to be another challenge. It is, but it's, it's, we consider that part of what we do, and it's important not only that the patient but also the family have peace of mind that everything is going smoothly. So, And, you know, that's where my business is going to come from because I depend on word of mouth, so I make sure everyone is happy. Beautiful. If there's anything you could change about your industry, not your business, your industry, what would you do? You know... Every day, my girls do incredible tasks and and put a lot of good work out there. And unfortunately, in this industry, the only time we hear of something is when it's bad. And I'm always like, want to say, for, for all the times that there have been thousands of little, um, what's the word I want, um, 
acts of kindness and and just excellent service that, that I just praise the ladies because I know how hard they work and how committed they are. So there, there should be a platform to acknowledge caregivers. Um, I think we do more good than the, the bad that gets constantly spoken about. There's just no opportunity to speak about the good, unfortunately. Okay. Is there a lot of gov- government regulation in your industry? Yeah, absolutely, you yeah. You would think yeah. so. You would think yeah. so, but that doesn't yeah, mean right. that there necessarily is, right? So at one point they were talking about they didn't have nearly as many employees in the state to manage. Like even the nursing homes, I think when we had some hurricanes and people were uh, succumbed to heating and all these other issues, that they were saying that they just didn't have enough staff to go out and do all the things that they had to in order to regulate correctly. Correct. Huh. Not that it was a question. So I would think that <laughs> so so I would think that your reviews and your readings from people are probably a better source for people to understand what your service is like than looking at a state website where they show you passed or failed. Oh, you're not gonna get any information there. No. You you have to interview the company, see if you like the people that are doing the administration, interview your caregiver, see if there's compatibility. Um, ask for references. I'm, I'm always happy to give out references so potential clients can call existing clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you the strange question. I used to be an executive recruiter for a long time. Have you ever had a family tell one of your employees, look, come work directly for me. Let's cut Tanya out of the process. It happens all the time, and, and my, my staff are pretty loyal. They'll normally disclose that to me. And it's just one quick phone call to say, you know, when you hired me, you, you you were talking about honesty. Why would you encourage dishonesty? Right. Yeah, I I don't I have a zero tolerance for that. Oh, I would too. So part of your contract is that they should not be hiring directly, or there's nothing in writing that says that. No, there's a contract. They should not be hiring my staff directly. I've, I've spent years developing. Um, my procedures and screening people and building a team, you know, there's a lot of time and effort and money that goes into that. So if I didn't protect my business, I would not be around for very long. When I was in the temporary staffing industry, we would actually call companies two, three, four months after a temp ended their assignment to see if they were there. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times we found somebody there that they converted to a direct hire and didn't pay us our fee. Yeah, that happens. Unfortunately, people suck. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so you're quite the serial entrepreneur. You actually have another opportunity or business that you've put together that I think is pretty cool too. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to talk about that a little bit. Oh, thank you, Ellen. Yes, I have a nonprofit. The name is Job Works. We're contracted with the state of Florida and we help individuals living with disabilities find employment. We have coaches and mentors that actually uh, find the opportunity for them. We train them. We work with them for several months to ensure that they're successful. Um, I absolutely love that work, and we've been doing that for about five years now. I've probably placed over 500 people in the five years. So, What's the one thing business owners don't understand or know about this program as to how much it benefits them to bring one of your folks into the workplace? Well, first of all, it's about community inclusion. You know, if you want to be a good citizen and uh, 
contribute to this planet, then that's something to be mindful of. And then then monetarily, the government gives you tax benefits and credits for doing this. So there's a win-win all around. Okay. Now you say tax benefits. I was understood that for training purposes, that businesses can hire somebody and basically pay next to little or nothing for training of these folks. Is that true? Yeah, you can get an intern where the state will cover the payroll. And if they're going to learn and you can train them, and it enhances the opportunity to find employment, then definitely we can arrange that as well. Are these low-functioning or high-functioning? Can you get somebody who's just washing dishes in your restaurant or maybe somebody who's answering a phone or maybe somebody who's stuffing envelopes? Our program is fully inclusive of wherever your skill set is. So as long as you qualify and you're diagnosed with a disability, you qualify for these services. Okay. But you also bring somebody to the workplace with this person to help them get trained, established, so that they succeed in the environment, correct? That is correct. We have nine job coaches or employment specialists from South Miami up to the Port St. Lucie area, and you'll work with this individual directly, and they'll come to appointments and interviews. They'll actually schedule your interviews. They'll go to your training and orientation and they'll support you get through all the steps. Okay. Give us an example of some of the types of roles that these people play in local business. Like the, the jobs they hold? Yes. Oh, it can be anything from um, retail, warehousing, um, cashier at the supermarket, to office and clerical. We've had some um, engineers. We've had pilots. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people working in the creative, graphic, and IT fields. It, it, it's across the board. Yeah. Did you say pilots? Mm-hmm. I've, I've placed a pilot in a position, yep. Really? Yes. Okay. You do this for vets as well, come back that are uh, disabled? We do. Absolutely, we do. And also, if you have um, a criminal background, we will find employment for you as well which is very difficult for people in that position. Yeah, Dawn's been arrested multiple times, and we keep her around. (laughs) Only kidding, Dawn, right? Mm -hmm. When people ask you if you've been arrested, your answer is, you mean convicted? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No comment. Only comment. Only kidding. Okay. So the areas in which you do this, do you do this all over Florida? Are you doing it primarily in uh, our three counties? Where are you doing it? All of South Florida. Okay. Yep. So if somebody wanted to engage you in a conversation to figure out how you can help them with their business activities, how do they reach you for JobWorks? Um, in helping them in recruiting staff, is that what you're asking? Helping you put some of your folks at their location and get job credits for hiring. So yes. if a business wanted to have to yeah. hire somebody. Got it. You can call me directly on my cell, 954-200-0902. What's the process? Uh, For an employer, they just have to have a position, and if I have a suitable candidate, we'll introduce them, have an interview, and then the employer takes it from there. Obviously, we want this to be a win-win situation, and we want the uh, participant to be successful as well. Okay. Um, so nothing, nothing to enter other than having an opportunity, a job opportunity, or an internship opportunity. 
but you take care of all the necessary pay, paperwork with the state for reimbursement, for training. You do all that. So they don't have to do any do. of that. They don't have to do anything, and the workers' compensation is covered by the state, so there's no need for them to be concerned of any liability. Okay. Now, do you pay these employees while they're training, or does the employer pay them? I pay them. Job works. Job works pays them, so they don't even have to come out of pocket to, to come forward with wages as they're training. It's an unpaid internship to the company. Okay. And at some point, if you say, this person's great, I want to keep them, isn't that the goal? That is the ultimate goal, but it's not required. We are happy for some of these individuals to just get the work experience. Um, if the opportunity for employment is there, it's even better. Okay. Excellent. That's got to feel good when you put somebody in who is having a tough time finding a position in a place that they're appreciated and they're part of the part of the team. You know, Alan, there's some individuals that have disabilities that think that they're not needed or wanted or that they would ever qualify for employment. And they spend years without any work experience. And then finally, when they get onto our program, we can turn that around for them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got some extra time here. So what about um, for the uh, health home care, right? How does they contact her for that? Is it the same number? And if there's a phone. Uh, thank you. I'd like to give you the office number for that, which is 561-366-2660. And uh, if you call there, any one of the staff members can assist you. Okay. Do you actually do a site visit before you send anybody? If the client would like that, we would. Um, but we definitely would would bring the caregiver to the site and introduce them first prior to starting services. Okay. I'm going to give you the opportunity to pitch this a little bit. So I'm looking at three different places. I'm not sure which one I want. Tell me how you separate from everyone else. I think it's a commitment, you know, and the quality of caregivers that we've built a team over the years. Um, I have an amazing team. They've been with me for several years. I don't have staff turnaround. So we just know what we're doing, and we do it well. Excellent. Donna, are you ready to get somebody in the house to help you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, actually. You are? Yes. <laughs> I need help. Are you kidding? Right? I'm afraid Look to ask. <laughs> She's a little disheveled. She wants um. some help. So I'm not sure what she needs is if you need job works. Or if you need a, you know, a care provider, which one? Probably the care provider. I wonder if that's like something that's like a thing, right, for people. For just, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm, I'm pushing the elderly, but I'm not there yet. And uh, you need that extra hand. Tanya, do you ever get somebody who says, look, I don't need a lot of care. I need somebody here. But while they're here, can they clean my kitchen? Well, we do a lot of companion care, which is, you know, somebody that's quite functional in the home and, and independent, but they just need companionship. So that person will do a lot of what a normal caregiver does. The client can, you know, decide whether it's just companionship and they go out and they have meals and do social activities. Or sometimes the companion can do things around the house. Compan Ultimately, it's about living well in your home. Companions will take them to doctor's appointments? Okay, yes. See that, Dawn? She's her eyes are lighting up. You just I don't might, need a companion. You might need a companion. <laughs> what do you think? No strings attached companion. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that might be worth something for you. What do you think? I need a helper. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hey, Tanya, thank you so much for being here. Thank we you, We appreciate Tanya. it. Give us some phone numbers one more time before you head out. Okay, for Astra Care, home health is 561-366-2660. And if you'd like to email, it's info, I-N-F-O, at astracare.com. And for JobWorks, if you have a disability and you would like employment support, it's 954-200-0902. And you can email info, I-N-F-O, at JobWorks, J-O-B-W-O-R-X, dot org. So i got to ask you one last question. Yes. This was pretty painless, wasn't it? Oh, this was great. Thank you, Ellen. I appreciate it. We're so glad you were here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How would you like a cleaning service that listens to your wants and needs and genuinely cares for your home? MisoClean is a top-notch cleaning service. They will go through your home and create a specific list just for you on your wants and needs. MisoClean is fully insured and bonded. If you want a top-notch cleaning service to take care of your home, call MisoClean at 561-303-5743. That is 561-303. Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success. For more episodes, go on over to secrettomysuccess.com. That's secret, the number two, mysuccess.com.